Hello, and welcome back to another new episode of the Gold Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Lons, and I'm joined by my friend, Shy. Shy, how are you? Happy New Year, Shmoopaloos. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year's. Happy all around. It's a good time of the year. I feel like I feel like 2020 is it's got all the right energy. Yes, I I believe that even though second day of the new year my car got broken into and my wallet was stolen. Oh wow. That's yeah. but, you know, I feel like that's good. That's like that's like get it out of the way. Yeah, it's like getting it out of the way. Like it's like breaking something. You know, it's like break a leg, or I don't know. Maybe, that's not the right expression, but it's that's it. Okay, what could be worse? You know, your car is broken into, your wallet is stolen. That everything's going to be awesome in twenty twenty. I just think in the general, in the beginning of a year, I'm not. I'm not one of those people who says goodbye to the previous year and does a million face posts, Facebook posts or Instagram posts about like, this is me saying, you know, looking at 2019 versus me looking at 2020. But in general, when there's a new year, I'm generally just in a great mood. Possibilities are limitless. We have a whole second half of the season of the Goldverse two shows. We basically have yep. a full season's worth of shows, right? We have like another 20 something episodes. Of when yeah. you when you add up the Goldbergs and school, not many fans or fandoms are blessed with that. No, we are definitely blessed over here in the Goldbergs. Um, and yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I I like I generally like the beginning of the year. Um, I like winter, or as we call it in LA, award season. Um, it's just a fun time I- to. To be in the city, I say. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I will say, when you think about bad things happening at the beginning of the year, a truly, a truly sad thing happened, and I hope yeah. this year doesn't get sadder. But a truly sad thing that I think affects, you know, one one gold first character in particular, or at least a fictitious one, since we know the real one uh, wasn't a, as big a Rush fan as the TV Johnny Atkins, but Neil Peart. The drummer for Rush, one of the greatest drummers of all time, and by all accounts, mm-hmm. a great human, a guy who had an extremely difficult um, life. He survived some real difficult tragedies in his life um, and continued to be uh, truly one of the great writers and drummers in the history of music and part of a band. Like when you think of bands that you can't really exist without the actual, the, the original members, right? Rush mm-hmm. is the definition of that band, and, and I'm very sad. I, I mean, I'm a huge fan, and uh, I know there are many gold nerds out there who either are Rush fans, part of the Rush family, or started listening to Rush because of that incredible episode called Rush in Season 3. And so let's, uh, you know, take a moment to uh, wish uh, Mr. Pert and, and his family good, you know, um uh, good, well supportive you. vibes, yeah, during yeah. this really difficult time. Mm-hmm. There's no easy way to segue from that, um, but hopefully, again, the good energy of the new year uh, 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 continues from here. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, all my condolences to his family. Yeah, definitely a tough time right now, but, you know, t- I think together, as their family and you know, hopefully they have the support of the Goldverse and the Rush family, and you know, we we can get through this time together. I say. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but it's been it's been a while, Shy. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot has, I guess a lot of time has transpired. We haven't mm-hmm. even had a chance to talk about the, the, the holiday episodes of the Goldbergs and, and, and school just yet. We haven't. Um, shall we? We shall. Do you want me to, do you want me to start with the Goldbergs? Yeah, let's start with the Goldbergs, the mothership. So. Their ho- holiday episodes. On, on the mothership. Great, it's a wonderful life episode. Mm-hmm. Long, long, not overdue, but sometimes when they do the It's a Wonderful Life episode, you're like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, it's like a rite of passage, I think, for every show. Uh, but they didn't overdo it. They did it first as the joke, and then Barry has the dream, and Barry learns the lesson to appreciate the the JTP in a more, I would say, respectful way than he was, than he was doing it. And, uh, he saw them in his dreams in this very positive ways, like uh, how uh, what's his name the the short guy Andy Kogan is super tall and <laughs> naked Rob is Rob is, is ro- business suit is rocking the suits and how he has no gift for Matt Bradley because well, he's he, perfect the way he is he's perfect the way he is that's it. And I thought he was going to offer him a hug there. I just have a hug for you, which I think also would have been enough for Matt Bradley. But I think, I think that was you know that was a beautiful moment there of of growth and learning for for Barry. And uh, oh man, what was the B story now? I like lost it for a second there. It's, oh, it's Jeff in the picture. Jeff in the family yep. picture. So I don't know if you have this, but at my wedding, no, there's not a, there aren't an extra family member. There isn't somebody who's in the pictures that now isn't, but at but my sister was dating at the time the guy who would eventually become her husband they've been married for 10 years but he had just showed up on the scene and i definitely insisted that we take pictures with and without him in the pictures (laughs) he hasn't forgotten (laughs) until this day but i was like i'm not screwing up my wedding album if you guys break up no chance buddy that's fair that's fair um and Jeff yeah, we, and Sam Lerner dialing in another great performance. He's been crushing this. I would give him for the first half of the season gold verse MVP. Hands yeah. down. Yeah, this is this is the season of Sam in a lot of ways. Yeah, definitely. Um I thought it was so sweet how they couldn't get couldn't get the photo right, which was hilarious. Pop Oh my god, that was so perfect when he just lays down. Yeah, can't stand anymore. Murray's getting hot. Barry is freaking out, and like Adam wants to put in like all these weird big glasses and props and stuff. <laughs> but so, but with the, what was sweet was they're like they couldn't get the photo, and Jeff bought them all gifts to like cheer them up. Oh yeah, um, and uh, and because he was know. so thankful. Yeah, I also loved how. They weren't to like. Met, they, they're still keeping on the deal that they're living together, which like is gonna blow up in their faces. And I just oh, I didn't imagine. even think about that. You're probably right. <laughs> I should be thinking. I should be thinking like more intuitively that way. But you're right. That that probably well, it, yeah, it probably is gonna cause them some issues. I mean, I can only imagine how Merman's gonna react. And they did do their own Jeff and Erica picture. But I do feel like 
I don't know how I would. Eh, I don't know how I would have felt in that scenario. I guess I did the same thing to my brother-in-law now of over ten years. So I guess I guess I I, I understand Erica. Um, the other thing I'm really loving is the consistency of the Eric illusion. I I really mm-hmm. enjoy how Erica has continued to be a good student and she's committed to the successful college and we're not unraveling that character development. I think that's really important. And even her and Jeff are still moving forward, right? Like even though she doesn't want him in the picture and I actually love that, that, um, that, uh, Bevy wanted him in the picture and she was perfectly fine. Yeah. They all wanted him in the picture. (laughs) (laughs) When when they say that he had diarrhea and, (laughs) And everyone was like, it seemed plausible. Um, yeah, I, I just, I agree with you on the, on the Eric Alicia, um, but also the way that they're Eric Alicia and, and, uh, uh, Jeff are like loosening together in the same space, you know, yeah. like they're able to grow together. And I think that's really important for their relationship. And uh, it's such a like a mature like kind of juxtaposition from where we were last year. You know, like yeah, ab- was spiraling down, but now she, they're maturing together and you know seemingly living together well, which is like a really big deal. Oh um, yeah, yeah, especially back then. And I give it to and I give it to Haley also. Terrific performance yeah. as Erica, the Erica we always believed Erica could be. Mm-hmm. That we were always wishing for last year. Yeah, when she was having that difficult, difficult time. Yeah, but yeah, I, I gotta say, Sam Lerner MVP. Um, mid-season MVP. Oh, yeah, mid-season. Just and it's not just because we got to interview him. He really has <laughs> been terrific this year. And I think they've yeah. given Jeff a lot from the breadcrumbs they've of given a bags all the way through. I think that's the fun of adding a character in the later seasons as a full-time cast member. He's got some catch-up to do. Yeah. And so he has, like, more, um, you know, more story that we can, like, explore with him because we haven't before, you know? Now, what did you think of the schooled holiday I episode? Loved it. I was, I thought it was perfect. Um, we're talking about Beanie Babies, which was definitely such a craze, such a zeitgeist in the '90s for sure. I was um, a little too old for them, and now we buy Ty stuffed things for our kids, but they're not worth anything. So it's it's just like. It's kind of funny to me to see, but while I was watching this episode, I was Googling and looking on eBay for some of the ones that they mentioned, like the platypus, and I think those things are really worth a lot of money. Well, the Princess Die one is worth a hell of a lot of money. I'd say in the thousands. Wow. It's like a really rare beanie baby, apparently. So, yeah, worth quite a lot. But, um, yeah, I mean, Barry was back. I'm always happy when Blaney is together, obviously. Uh, and they were solid. And Barry was... Barry, you know, he's pretty selfish. We saw that on on, uh, on Goldberg's. Although, really- although real life, Beverly Goldberg disputed ba- Barry's portrayal in that episode <laughs> on Twitter. Um, he... 
is so sweet to Lainey and like literally would, you know, move heaven and earth for her. And I just think it's nice that finally CB could see that because, you know, he was skeptical and he was not understanding why everyone likes him. Um, yeah, although and I will like, say CB was also sort of messing with Barry when he was telling Lady like, oh, well, if Barry really liked you, he'd get you the thing you want. Oh, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, finally CB realized that he is a go- good guy, that he does treat and care for Lainey as she should be. Um, and I'm, fin- I'm, like, glad, like, CB got him that platypus baby baby for Lainey and, like, from Barry. Yeah, I don't know. It was a good episode, and like I felt like, I feel like we're trying finally like moving past this stage. <laughs> I I of hope this so. Faux you, love triangle. You never know with the faux love triangle, but what has been the best about this season, and actually on on the Friday Night Movie podcast with my sisters, I declared Brett Dyer as my most improved player of the year. Like we did awards for the year. Because for me, one of the best things about this season has been the full establishment of CB as a multidimensional Goldverse character. Mm-hmm. And like he he's part of the crew and the family. And uh, and and so I don't need him to have a relationship with Lainey to be in love with Lainey for his character to work. He can go off in another direction and that'll work for me because CB is more than just the the mirror character to sort of oppose to be like the to be the Adam F Goldberg avatar in the show of the guy who likes geeky things. Mm-hmm. He's more than that now because there are so many more dimensions to him and he's had so many great moments start. And I would say like the kickoff moment was in that last episode of the first season when he kept saying JTP rock to me, yeah. that was like the true crystallization, the beginning of the crystallization of CV. Um, I find it also hilarious that that Barry's just so clueless about um, CB and like. So I don't think he is. This is my theory. Okay, because I think I, he is. I think later they're gonna sort of because here's one of the things we don't get: we don't get full time awareness of Barry. We get only vignettes because he's not the star of the show. So right. we don't really know what Barry's thinking about, except when he's in a schooled episode. And I think this older version of Barry is very perceptive. And I think he loves Lainey so much that he knows CB is a good and important friend to her. And he also is so secure in his and Lainey's love that he's the same way CB is going out of his way to support Barry with the platypus. Barry is supporting Lainey's friendship with CB, even though he's like, I just I'm anticipating this moment where Barry's like, of course, you've been in love with my foxy girlfriend who wouldn't be. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I I'll take that like That's a theory. It's not head, it's not based I'll on it. What I call headcanon um as truth that he actually is perceptive and cuz he he should be, you know, his girlfriend is Laney and you know, Brett Brett Dyer is a good-looking guy. So uh, CB is a little weird, but especially in the, especially with that hairdo with him in the '90s. Like, does it get right. more sort of like '90s goober attractive than <laughs> CB? Yeah. Okay. I, okay, I can see him now just being mature about it, and and if that is the case, 
I'm really excited that he's so confident in his relationship with Lainey. Like that, that really warms my heart. That that is my hope. I have no idea if it's true. Uh, um, but it's so funny because we we missed the episode where CB's house burnt down for Thanksgiving, um, and now he's staying with Lainey. So that was see. That's the thing. If Barry. Barry is not so clueless that some dude moved in with his girlfriend. I, I think know, right? he's just so secure. That's incredible then. I like, think what? he just assumes everyone's in love with Lainey. Yeah. I mean, that's such a far cry from boy Barry, you know? Oh, yeah. In season three. Like, that, I'm like, I'm in awe right now. Because I, you've really convinced me. So... Thank you for that. Uh, well, hey, uh, I'm th- that is what. Thank, uh, thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, it, in this holiday, so between the two episodes, we've been doing this all season. I am, even though I think schooled overall has been the champion. This one, I am still going. And school did have a reference to one of my favorite garbage movies, Jingle All the Way. The thing. I love that movie so much. I love that movie, and it's so cra- bad, but I love that movie. And the Turbo Man, I think, is in it. And I, but I, I, to me, I thought the "It's a Wonderful Life" episode was particularly special, and it's had it's had a big rewatch factor in our house. It's been rewatched many, many times by the kids and everybody. So, mm-hmm. so for me, I'm giving the slight edge to the mothership in this one. Okay, um, I like them both a lot um where the tiebreaker goes to school is i get blaney back and we all know that's mm, my end all be all that's so true tiebreaker tiebreaker goes to blaney that's, that's both solid episodes and i really did like um erica and jeff and like where they were in yeah Goldberg. Uh, and you know me i'm a jerica guy right so i think right. that's probably a subconscious thing going on there yeah but I think the story of the season is how how much school has stayed at pace with 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 the mothership. Mm-hmm. Quality is just they've really they've they've taken our our notes, you know. So <laughs> you know they they're, they're setting up they're setting up Jenkintown, PA, PA. for us. Yeah, I also Quite I also love the addition of Wilma. I think Wilma is awesomely funny. And, and, Which is and what we surprising. had given a note on. We need younger teachers. Yep. Uh, as like a foil. And Wilma has proven to be just quite the foil to CB, um, to Glasgow, to even that episode with with uh, Lainey. You know, she's oh, yeah, really it's inserted herself quite nicely into into the, the show. So And she's complicated. She's not simply a, a cliche, so... Mm-hmm. She she isn't you know like she's not always the science nerd. Sometimes she also likes when she helps coach the in the is a Thanksgiving episode where she helps coach the oh uh, the the alumni powder like the alumni powder puffy yeah the, whatever that lengthy name that Meller gives it yeah with older Meller as her ringer that was hilarious. So I had this idea, mm-hmm. right? Like New Year's resolutions. Yes. We could have New Year's gold illusions. So okay. like something that we commit to about the gold verse 
Like, so, okay, so, you know, for the coming year. So, like, an example could be, even though I'm a hardcore Blaney shipper, my New Year's goal dolution is to be open to CB and Laney. I'm not. I'm just giving that as an example. No, don't even use that as an example. <laughs> Throw that away, Shy. Or, or I'm going to, you know, I don't know. Another goal dilution could be I'm going to make sure that I um, treasure all of the great Pops moments this season because we are blessed to have George Siegel in this show, such a comedy legend, and his lines have gotten increasingly, like... More ridiculous. More ridiculous and more Yiddish. And so I really, really enjoyed them. So so that's an, that's a real one. My first one was fake. That's a real one for me, is that, I, like, appreciating George Siegel is, is important to me, that I want to really make sure I'm soaking up his genius in this next year. What about you? Okay. I also was thinking about the same thing. Um... I want to, I say, is it, I guess mine's more of like a wish. That's cool. We should... just invented gold illusions. I think they can be anything. Okay. My wish is for more pops and Adam scenes together. Yes. More of like a pop Adam team up like we used to have. That is, that's, uh, that's, that's true. That would be great. A few, just a few like adventures, Pops and Adam yeah. ride, ride again. Yeah. Nothing big. Just, just share some screen time, you know, just share, share a scene together. Um, and man, I, another wish is for Barry to, be back on school a little bit more. I don't know. I I love the episodes that he's in. I love Barry. He's my favorite character in the Goldverse. Um, and has been I for think, a long time. You've talked about that yeah. for a long time. That's not a yeah. fly-by-night. No, no. Yeah, he's been my favorite character for probably the entirety of the show. I just think he just adds such a an element to, to both shows. Because uh, he's just so zany, he's so zany, and it—it's like you—you you can't watch an episode with without like just smiling with with him, you know. He's first of all, Troy is like the only person, you know. They say that about like people who win awards for things. It's like that person's the only person who can play that character. Mm -hmm. That's why they deserve that award. I'd say the same thing about Barry. I feel like Troy is the only person that can play that character and not come off as a total like asshole, you know? Oh, yeah. And I, I, you mentioned awards. <laughs> I like how we're, we're like in a post award world when it comes to the Goldfords at this point, like, mm -hmm. you know, the Academy has spoken, but the fans have spoken louder. <laughs> awards, awards are just, there to pat yourself on the back they're not even i don't i mean it's nice when someone you like or someone deserving wins but it's yeah. a few steps above a good rotten tomatoes rating at this point in terms of its validity totally i would agree with that uh maybe like a metacritic score you know yeah a little a little <laughs> a little more prestigious than rotten tomatoes a little more prestigious <laughs> yeah um but yeah i want to see barry a little bit more on schooled um, 
and his interactions with CB. Yeah, they have great chemistry. I think that's a great, like, not that, you know, I don't know if, you know, they're going to move Troy over to school more for more episodes, but if they were, he and CB, the amount of adventures you could put just the two of them on in a vacuum as bros. I mean, that's your buddy cop comedy. You have the zany one and the straight, the straight guy. So, like, that's a winning combination in all decades, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Dating back to Abbott and Costello and yeah. beyond. Yeah, so you can't go wrong with that. Um, but yeah, I, I think they play off each other really well. So those are my two wishes. Um, and what what's coming up for us? You're always well, good at knowing what's happening in the season. On the Goldbergs Wednesday, barring, have you been watching Jeopardy! Greatest of All Time? Uh, I have, do you mean like Jeopardy! the TV show? Yeah, Jeopardy! the TV show is having this like special event that's on ABC and it has the three best players of all time battling it out. Oh, isn't it Ken time. Jennings? Isn't he the best one of all time? Is that oh, name? yeah, yeah, he's, he's my boy. Um, but apparently, the show could still be going on on Wednesday, so barring the show that Jeopardy! going on. Wednesday's episode of the Goldbergs um, is called Pickleball and Adam is like Coach Miller's like trying to teach him how to play pickleball. <laughs> is that um, like another like like um, the crab ball type thing or is that an actual yeah. sport? I mean, you were an athlete. Um, so. Pickleball is an actual gym sport, you know. So you had gym I, like we had juggling and Hebrew instead of gym in my school. <laughs> juggling? <laughs> like juggling balls? Yeah, well, because so this one year they double booked our high school gym with the elementary school that that shared it, that shared the building with the facilities with us. So our grade didn't have gym. We just had juggling in the lunchroom. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> um. So, yeah, pickleball is like a gym sport. It's not like a real okay. sport, but it's like a sport that you definitely play in gym class. Um, and then the other storyline is they find out that Murray is younger than they all thought he was. So Bev, Are they, like, worried Bev, about his health? No, Bev plans, like, a 50th birthday party for him oh. that they, like, didn't get to before. Um. But yeah, so that's that's coming up on the Goldbergs, and then on uh, school doesn't have what's coming up on Wednesday. So they have, you know, they're like they're. I'm not quite sure. They haven't really printed out what's happening, but there is an upcoming episode um, a few weeks from now that's centered on Titanic. Oh wow! So I remember going to see that in the theater and trying with all of my heart to hate it. And I mean, I actually really don't like that movie, but, but I did cry (laughs) and we were with this other, this family and the younger siblings saw me crying and announced it to the entire theater. Shy is crying. That's, that's terrible. It was, uh, Uh, it was, yeah. Well, even worse is, so the episode's about Titanic, 
and everyone has love on the brain. Oh, and no. I guess, yeah, I know. Oh, and no. I guess Lainey has a realization about CB. I, I, and oh boy. if this doesn't come to a head, like on the, that episode, I just, I, I, I want to drag my feet. Like I can't, I can't <laughs> handle this going on much longer. Now, now what things do we expect them to discuss? Like, are they, are them to do, is there going to be like a painting of Lainey? Is he going to paint her? Are they going to, you know, when, when school, when school was first rumored in the days of the, before it was, I think even before it was named, maybe it was named. And I was doing my like earliest cartoons where I was sketching out like random mashups of Meller and, Glasscott in the 90s I did mm-hmm. do a Titanic sketch with Meller and with Meller and Glasscott together on the on the edge of the boat I wonder if I'll revitalize that this week you should um I don't think it's coming out this week but definitely get it ready I think he is in love with her and she just shuts it down that's what I'm hoping for she's I- just I think that's no. a good. Uh, that, I'm I'm on board with that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that's all it is. You know, uh, I can't take much more of this faux triangle. Um, but yeah, that's coming up on the the gold first. Well, we're. I'm so excited for it to come back. My family's so excited. In fact, last mm-hmm. we were so excited. We thought last week was the new episode, so we like rearranged our whole night. We sat down and we got ready and then we realized it wasn't a new episode so we just rewatched the the <laughs> the wonderful life episode again. <laughs> well, only a couple more days until we uh we uh we get our shows back. Thank God. It's been a long hiatus. It's been a long it has holiday been. It hiatus. Has been. What so what have you watched to get you through the hiatus? What have been some of the things that you've watched? Oh, so you came back on. You is a Netflix show um, on its second season. It's very current with the times, and it's about, like, toxic masculinity and, like, you know, stalkers and stuff. It's, Whoa. It's actually, it's not as dark as, like, the, you know, plot line of, like, the show, but it, it it's just such, like, a great binge. So I watched that. Uh, I watched. I watched a lot. I watched um, Chernobyl, which is like an HBO show about the Chernobyl like uh, power plant like explosion in the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah, Chernobyl. It's it's that I, everyone I know who has seen that has said it's like amazing. I have not seen it yet, it's but I'd like to so see it. So good. Yeah, now, because really it takes good. place in the eighties, are how funny would it be? If Goldberg, if it existed in the Goldverse, and so I think it might be too dark for the Goldverse. But I mean, simultaneously, Jenkintown's life is going forward while this is happening, right? Like Jenkintown was in Chernobyl, right? Right. <laughs> I, I realize I'm pushing the uh, the the edges here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, would you watch? Uh, I've been watching Happy Endings, which is a show that hasn't mm-hmm. been on for a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was uh, recommended to it by uh, a friend. And that's really fun, light, like people in their 30s figuring out their life, zany humor. It's like a show that, 
I don't want to say it's Freaks and Geeks. It's not Freaks and Geeks level quality, but it reminds me of Freaks and Geeks in that everyone in that show has continued to go on and do other very, very cool things. And it's amazing to see all of them in one place. So you have Eliza Coop and Adam Pally and Casey Wilson and Damon Wayans Jr. all in the same cast. I feel like that's that would be a much bigger deal now if you had them all together. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe just to me. I don't know. Uh, and then the other show that I've been watching is, which is a heavier, very heavy show, but darkly very, very funny. Uh, uh, my wife and I watched all of You're the Worst, which was on FX. Oh, yeah. And that show really pays off and is really worth worth the five seasons. And it's some it, it's it's proof that something. I get really annoyed when something is called a comedy that really isn't a comedy, but they put it in the comedy because they they can because it's a half-hour show, so they just put it up against a bunch of regular comedies, and then it wins because it's really a drama. This yeah. is a show that is a comedy, but has some of the best dramatic acting I've ever seen in a comedy. It's well, fantastic. I'm definitely going to put that on my list. I think you'll like it a lot, because the heart and the relationship stuff in it is so intense, and and it's challenging to you, because you really, like, up until the very end, you're really, I, I think, it's really hard to even tell what you think is best. Um, and, and so I, I like that show a lot and it helped me get through this drought. Oh, you know, I also watched, there's a new show on Netflix called Spinning Out. It's totally like a ship show. Um, it's like, a it's about ice skating and mental health issues, but it's like about pairs ice skating, kind of like, is it a, like a documentary or like a real show? No, it's a drama. It's a, it's a drama. Um, scripted and stuff but it's really good really bingeable um and like i said if you like shippers you know this has a good a great ship to ship so yeah so it's a it's like a little soapy but i love it i think it's fantastic spinning out that is awesome yeah um, but yeah, I think I think we're ready to head into the new year. We're ready to head into the back half of our seasons. And uh, I'm excited to, to see what we have in store for the rest of this uh, seasons for Goldbergs and Goldbergs. Um, oh, yeah. So in the meantime, until we wait till Wednesday, Shy, where can we hit you up? You can hit me up at Pancake and the number four table. That's Pancake for table on Twitter and Instagram or every week on the Friday night movie podcast with my family. Nice. Of which you are an extended member, of course. Oh, thank you very much. And are always welcome. Well, you just let me know and I'll be on there. You're the best. Um, Yeah, I'm Lons. You can find me at PK prime 12 on Twitter and Instagram. This has been a golden nerds podcast. You can find us at the golden nerds on Instagram at Gold Nerds on Twitter, thegoldnerds.com. We'll be tweet live tweeting this Wednesday for the winter premieres of our shows. Um, JTP out. Have a new year. <laughs> Have a new year. <laughs>